everyone. It is January 29th, 2024. I still got the fucking cough. Oh my God. Still, get over it. I'm trying. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like I'm good. And then right when I knew I had to talk, I started to cough. Hey, here we are. We're actually in the middle of the day, which yeah. we don't do because Jeff's headed out of town and we had time to knock this out where the sun's still out. But this is it right here. This is what we talk about, about the weather in San Diego. Oh. It's January. And why you need a pool. You need a pool year-round and why you should be calling Alan Taylor. This is a perfect day and perfect week to have a pool in your backyard. Taylor May Pools wants to make it happen for you. All, you. all you have to do is call Alan Taylor and ask about available financing. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I tell you what, could not be a better day. Would you shut up? I'm trying to time out these goddamn numbers Jesus. and cough. Not doing good. Shut up. All right, all right. We all get, we all heard you. The I'm much first better time. than I was a week ago. For uh, sure. Are you much better at, at least what? Sleep, sleeping? Oh, Fuck. good. I missed a whole week of sleep. Oh, <laughs> crying out loud. Uh, I don't know if there's ever in my entire time in San Diego. I don't know that there's ever been a nicer afternoon than it is right, right now. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm having a flashback to the old ESPN 800 show yeah. with the leaf blower out there. It's so goddamn funny uh, down here in East Lake. But Dave's right. Look, it's scheduled to rain at the end of the week. Uh, too bad for you. I'll be gone. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but I mean, really, on this Monday as we walk around, Dave, you're you're so spot on. These are the kind of days when you should be out enjoying your tailor-made pool, hanging out. Exactly. Uh, yesterday was pretty nice. I don't know how much any of us got out after watching NFL football, but man, oh man, it's perfect. And you know, spring's right around the corner. Days are getting longer and it's why you need that tailor-made pool in the backyard. Today, our celebrity pool, Dave, how was she? Alyssa Milano. Oh, how about that? Was she cool? Dude, she was cool as can be. Oh, that's good to hear. She, that's she was. good to hear. That was, uh, thanks for asking. She was cool. Good. I mean, it should be Nicole all the time. We yeah. love Nicole as she's going through her battle right now. Shit, 50% of you get the Alyssa pool. 50% get the Nicole pool. Call Amy. Tell her, lose the attitude and put me on the books. <laughs> and uh, you can have that brand new tailor-made pool. Yeah, no, ab absolutely. How much uh, did you watch? Did you watch the whole thing yesterday, both games? Yes. All right. I got up in the morning, went to the gym. It was great. Yep. Felt good. And that's the biggest thing, I tell you. That's what I did for any of you that are fighting it right now. Man, get out and just break a sweat. Find a, uh, the gym that I go to has a sauna. Yeah. And the infrared sauna, back to back. David just, man, it cleared it. And so I went to the gym, and that was awesome. And I came back, hot shower, that was great. Oh, eh? <laughs> passed uh, out. Oh, my God, I passed out. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> And uh, I missed like half the AFC game, oh, but, no. I watched, but I watched the entire, I, I, I watched the entire Lions game. Yeah. And I watched it with uh, my boys and I said to Cade on that fourth and two, you're up 24 to seven. And I get it. I saw everybody right. Man, you've been doing it all year. It's how you got to the dance. Man, when he elected not to go up 27 to seven. And then everything, as a Padre fan, as a Charger yeah. fan, as a Viking fan, the ball goes off the face for like a touchdown. You you knew they were done. Yeah. You could see Ben Johnson coach different. You could see Aaron Glenn coach different. You could see Dan Campbell was different. And they were trying to see, show like they, they got this, we're fine. 
man, oh man, it's the emotion, it's the the momentum, Dave. It all changed right in the moment. It was crazy. It was. It was <laughs> absolutely crazy. I tell you what, when I look at a couple different things, one is, of course, you know, people point the finger today at Dan Campbell. I'm glad they aren't pointing at Jared Goff because yeah. Jared Goff, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but Jared Goff's game against the 49ers is when McVay said, this guy will never win for us. Yeah. And he said he remembers being on the plane and going, this fucking guy, we need to make a change at quarterback. And it was a chance to go to the Super Bowl beating the Niners. Also, he went to Cal. I mean, what a story. And then it wasn't Jared Goff's fault. Josh Reynolds blew it on fourth down. Josh Reynolds blew it again on third down. And you're going, dude, you got to catch the fucking ball. And and then, as you said, everything luck-wise completely changed. You blew a 17-point lead in eight minutes. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, they're tied up. And all the momentum goes back. And you're going, it's Detroit. You go, this is what fucking Detroit has always done. I mean, did you hear that whole part about how Detroit hasn't been in this far since Elvis Presley was, like, starting out? It was, it's crazy. I'll be there tomorrow. I have oh, yeah. like a three and a half hour layover in Detroit tomorrow. And and what's weird is I had talked about flying today and I would have loved to be there today. Again, it's just the airport, but grabbing the paper and just going, I mean, it's a pretty cool airport in Detroit and just going and grabbing a bite to eat, and just listening to, I don't know how many, I mean, the staff are all locals. Yeah. And, but tomorrow it'll still be there. And you know what, to me, Dave, amazed me during that game is there. I grew up in Minneapolis when I when I was a kid. The coach of the Golden Gophers hockey team was Herb Brooks, yeah. who coached the nineteen eighty Olympic gold medal team. And if you've ever watched the movie Miracle, they show the scene. But you and I have had the opportunity to talk to a handful of players, yeah. including Mike Ruzioni. And we talk about the Russian game, but the other thing that they talk about is in the gold medal game, they were down after two periods. USA was down. And Herb Brooks came in and said between periods, if you lose this game, you will take it to your grave. He said, you'll take it to your fucking grave. And I am shocked. I'm shocked that more coaches don't play that card. Dude, Dan I'm a, Campbell didn't pull those guys. Yeah. You can use this on KUSI as your own, dude. Because you seem to like to do that. I saw dude, you the other day, dude. I'm going to use it in uh, game two when we we play LCC. Yeah, this good. year, number one team in, yeah. in the county. But I'm going to use it. It's a hundred percent true, though. <laughs> dude, I'll get fired the next day for dropping that. You lose to LCC. Look, we have no business playing against LCC. But if you're Dan Campbell and you tell the you don't, as a North County guy, you don't. Just stay down here. Okay. <laughs> Play Roosevelt. Um, do we even have a Roosevelt High School locally? No, we don't. Ah, shit. Oh, But if you're Dan Campbell and you pull that team together at the end of the third quarter. Yeah. And you tell them, you lose this game, you'll take it to your grave. Dude, you would. They will. Matt Ryan will take that game, right? Yep. Any other game... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Scott Norwood, it was, what, 49 yards? We all treat him like he was missed an 18-yard field goal. But Yeah, the distance. Yeah, but any of those opportunities, and that's why I don't know if the Lions will ever be back. I mean, you're going to have to change some personnel, but a lot of those key guys, man, trying to shake that, will Dan Campbell ever be the same after yesterday? 
I don't know. It's it's funny. I thought, well, the Lions are up and coming, right? They have young guys. I mean, they had mm-hmm. three rookies that were outstanding. They had Branch on defense. They had Laporta. They had Gibbs. All you know, said, well, this team's only going to get better. But then... Um, on Niners the, took their swagger, Dave. Yeah, they did. Well, on, on the uh, Jason McIntyre said today, he made a good point. He goes... They let him talk? They let him talk. He says, really? He goes, do you think the Lions are, are have another chance? He goes, let's look how everything went their way this year. Uh-huh. Cowboys lose to the Packers. That could, they, they shouldn't have had a home game there. The Rams pass interference should have been called. Wasn't there. And then they blow a 17-point lead against the Niners. He goes, everything went the Lions' way. Yeah. And he goes, now look, you really believe the Lions bounce back? Not so sure is his point. And I was like, you know, he's right. When things go your way in one year, you got to take advantage of it. Bears are going to be a different team. They should be a different team. Packers probably feel better moving forward after a year of Jordan Love. Yeah. Kind of hit his stride. The Vikes went through four quarterbacks. It's kind of a make or break year for that team and that and that group. And yeah, the Lions were fun to watch, but they remind me of the fighters that the first time they get knocked out. And how do they respond after that? I mean, Falcons were never really the same after that Super Bowl, right? Nope. They and, weren't. And, and man, I don't know. Great story, but you you have that opportunity. And like I said, I, I get it. I get the narrative that that's how you got to the dance by going for it. Yep. Damn, Dave, it just felt to me with, with the money badger. You can go up 27 to 7. 27 to 7. And they elected not to do it. That's amazing. All right, let me throw this this NFL trade at you. You tell me sure. if you would do it. Chicago Bears have the number one pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. If Philadelphia offers you Jalen Hurts for the number one pick, you doing it? Yeah. I think you do it. And if you're Philadelphia, you get a chance to get a – because a lot of talk is this is the year to trade Jalen, the way the contract works out because he's a no-trade deal after this year. And then what are you doing with Fields? And what are so, you getting for Fields? Fields, you're trading him away to Atlanta or whatever three. else. Whatever right. else you're doing. Okay. But the point is, you get your franchise quarterback if you're Chicago, a veteran. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're Philadelphia, you have a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal. Now you can afford to keep a lot of the superstars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds like Philadelphia is ready to make a change. I was just saying, Oof. if you're Chicago, would you make the deal? But Philadelphia gets Kellen Moore and Vic Fangio. You're kind of wild, isn't it? How about that? Um, Pretty amazing. They go and get those guys, Vic Fan, pretty cool from the Dolphins to like Vic Fangio go home. Um, but it didn't seem like he really sounded like it didn't. He didn't really blend too well with Mike McDaniel, so they they didn't have a huge problem with letting him go. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm Chicago. If I'm Chicago, I'm looking at it and wondering if Jalen's enough. Right? It should be. It should be. But 25 years old has a lot of years left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jalen seems like he'd be fine in Chicago. Oh, to weather everything, the ability to run. Yeah, fine. If it's that yep. blue collar guy, um, man, the NFL is just off the charts. I, I don't like either of these two teams, but you got the two teams right now. I mean, the Niners probably are the the team in the NFC that has the best chance to beat Kansas city. Yes. And watching Kelsey. Holy shit. Travis Kelsey had been gone for two months. Comes back and plays like a monster the last couple of weeks. Yeah. It, it in Vegas got 
Chiefs have the Raiders facility. Yeah. Oh, brother. That sucks. I hope Chris Jones loves it and says, I'm signing. I hope he does too. That's true. (laughs) Um, But no, I think in two weeks, man, Mahomes, Purdy, George Kittle, Kelsey, wide receivers, defense, uh, Chris Jones, Bosa. I mean, there there are so many. uh, Kyle Shanahan. Andy Reid. Yeah. I mean, there's fun storylines for sure. Some great stuff in this in this whole process here. So we will get into the uniform thing because we always bring it up. Oh. So the Chiefs I hadn't even thought about the it. The Chiefs have control over who wears what uniform. And so people go, What the hell are you talking about? Jeff points this out every single year. The team that wears white wins a lot more than the team that wears a colored uniform. I looked it up today. Okay. 50, 57 Super Bowls, the team that has worn white thirty seven times, the white team has won. 37, but if you look at, like, the last 25, that's the ones to really look at. Yeah, it's not. Because the last 25, it's like 23 and 2. Yeah, it's only, like, 2. But still, 37 and 20, the team with the white jersey has won the Super Bowl. And has Kansas City Yeah, last week. No, they haven't decided what they're wearing yet. They haven't come forward. But they're considered the home team in this Super Bowl. Yeah. It's their choice on what they're going to wear. That decision will come out very soon. But I would do it immediately, wouldn't you? Why not? Yeah. Seriously, why not? I, I would do it immediately. Yeah. They, they beat the Niners, I believe, the same way, wearing white. They won last year against the Eagles wearing white. Yeah. And, I mean, again, going back, the Rams won wearing white. And then whatever, anything you take. Superstition, hey, I'm all in. <laughs> you know, when it's the yeah. Super Bowl, why take a chance? Yeah. Pick the fucking white jersey. Uh, do it. Do all of it. Yeah. The, uh, the other thing that was crazy this week is that Bill Belichick didn't get the Falcons mm-hmm. job. Not the fact he didn't get the Falcons job. The fact that you have the balls to interview him and then turn him down twice. All right, was that was that a, just a fuck you for the for beating us when we we're up twenty eight to three? Like, what was Arthur Blank doing? Oh, like like well, seriously? I mean, they went in a completely di- different direction with Raheem Morris. Yeah, and Raheem Morris goes down, brings Zach Robinson yeah. as the offensive coordinator. I don't know what happens in the interview. Bill Belichick hasn't had an interview for a job in 27 years, he, right? Like he, it's he's crazy. won eight Super Bowls, six as a head coach, two as an assistant. Yeah, why like, is he even interviewing? <laughs> and what do you even ask him? We were saying like the trophy should now be named after him. Fuck yeah. the Lombardi Trophy. It should be the Belichick Trophy. I don't know, man. I I don't know what was said in there. You've seen that they've changed the whole structure down there. That that the new GM and Raheem Morris. Don't report to Rich McKay anymore. He's kind of by the by the uh, sidelines now. I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, I like Les Snead. I like everybody, but but they had a biased opinion. Everybody's saying Raheem should have been the head coach for the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, we've watched. Weddle would the Rams. say the same thing, huh? Weddle would say the same thing. Loved him, loved him, and when you watch him being talked about, you can see. Yeah. You can see why guys would love playing for him. But I'm with you, Dave. I, it's the Falcons. Not a lot of teams you bring a guy in. Boach didn't interview with the Rangers. Yeah. With the opportunity to lose the job, right, to yeah. Good to, to Jace Tingler. Yes. Boach went in and interviewed knowing the job was his. Chris Young. It's what you do. It's exactly. a respect thing for guys that have done that. Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. You're right. And nothing about the Falcons is Hall of Fame. <laughs> it never has been. No. They've been a joke forever. Complete joke. 
I didn't understand any of it. At the same time, I, I was talking to Josh about this yesterday. If you're every team in football, you have to look around at your head coach and go, is there an upgrade out there? It's your mm -hmm. job. You do it for every position on the field, so you do it for coach. Like, Belichick, honestly, should be is better than Dennis Allen, right, in New Orleans. Yeah, better than the guy in Chicago. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think he's better than McDermott. It's time the Bills should have made a change. Josh goes, you know what? He's owned that fucking division. One, two, it's the name's Bill. It yeah. fits perfect. How are the commanders not talking to him? That, that's interesting, too, what the commanders are, are going to do. Are the commanders going after the Lions OC? Are they going after Rabel? Who are they going after? Yeah. Seems like it. So the, the like Seahawks commanders' jobs right now are the ones, right? Still up in there. Yep. But if Belichick doesn't get a job this year, do you think he's out of coaching forever? No. 72 right now. Yeah, 72. Um, Pete Carroll, 72 also. Pete might be out. Yeah. Pete might be out altogether. Um, no, I think Kevin O'Connell's got one more year in Minnesota. Um, How far do they have to go? Not playoffs. Okay. You know, just something showing showing growth and depending on what they do on the quarterback position. I mean, they were close this year, but a lot of the games they lost. They, I mean, they, they didn't have no, Justin Jefferson almost the whole year. No, I got it. No run game. No quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Uh, decent defense with Brian Flores, so good to have him back for full off season. But, I mean, if you're looking at jobs right now, where you go, who's probably making a change? Um, I think the Bears probably are probably in line. Yeah. Uh, nothing's going to happen in Tampa. Nothing's going to happen in Miami. Nothing will happen in Atlanta. Nothing's going to happen in Houston. Mike McCarthy, he could go, Belichick could go to Dallas, right, Dude. if McCarthy gets blown or up. Or Philadelphia. I mean, a lot yeah. of people are shocked Sirianni's still there. Yeah. He could be out. Um, Dan Campbell's not going anywhere. Nope. Matt LaFleur's not going anywhere. Nope. So, you're right. Buffalo could be a team next year, too. So, there'll be a few of them. The Jets. Exactly right. After he fucked the Jets over. Yeah, the Giants. Oh, could you imagine? Look who's back. Look who's here. Bella Chicken. Are <laughs> uh, the Giants going to make a change? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, could. Th th there'll be a few there. But, yeah, I, I think Bill, I, I don't know why, all of a sudden, life was pretty good. I was watching a lot of camping videos and, and a lot of fight videos. <laughs> and now everything that shows up is Julian Edelman doing Bill Belichick impressions. Really? Do you get all these? No. Dude, he's so funny. He's so funny talking about when he was wearing red gloves and, oh. he, got, and he got busted for holding. And Belichick, what the fuck are you doing with red gloves? Get the fuck out of here, dude. It's just Belichick. Dude, you know what, though? That story, I did hear that story. It's, yeah. a, it's genius. Honestly, yeah. in what Belichick is saying, for people that can, can't follow along, Bill Belichick wants his players wearing the same color gloves as the other team's jersey. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. If they're wearing white, I want you wearing white gloves. Yeah, because you can't see yeah. it. And Julian Edelman said that he'd be in the room, the entire team, coaching staff, everybody else, and Belichick would just be on the remote showing the hold back and forth <laughs> like 10 different times. <laughs> Fuck are we doing here? What is this? Yeah. It just, all you got to do is just type in. He's been on like 20 podcasts. 
And they they keep talking about how Belichick's done with him now because he's sick of it. He sees them all. But but the point being is that they were saying Bill could go to TV. And if you watched him That'd on... That'd be funny, man. Because he probably has a shitload to say, but you never hear him talk. And if you watched him on NFL Network when they did the countdown and different yep. players came in, one of my favorite a football life was the two-part on Belichick where you could really see his personality. Yeah. God, Dave, he was great. He was great. Um... Would he go to Minnesota, replace Kevin O'Connell? I don't know. I don't know if that's where he's going. But, yeah, I would think, I think he takes a year and and he may just lay low. They he, said he wants that record. He does want back yeah. in. He wants the Don Chula record. He's about 20 wins away. 15. Yeah. 15. Um. So, yeah, one of those teams. But I would have thought Josh Harris would have paid the money for the commanders to go get him. Interesting to see what how this all plays out because again, when you look back on it, he'll be the greatest coach of our lifetime. To I mean, me, it's amazing. Yeah, to me, a team like the Bears, where they have a quarterback. Yeah, they will getting Caleb, and and if they don't show significant improvement, I could see him going there. Yeah, well, exactly right. Um, it's funny how that division is, right? Even back in the day before mm-hmm. they changed the division up. As a Vikings fan growing up, you had to look at it and go, automatic wins with Detroit, automatic wins with the Buccaneers, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you're going, all right, we're just, it's for us, it's a three team division. As long as we take care of the Bears and the Packers, we'll be okay. And so for a long time, man, Mike Dicka coaching the Bears, that was always going to be interesting. Mike Holmgren coaching Green Bay, yep. that was always going to be interesting. But yeah, I mean, the Lions, nobody cared. <laughs> Nobody cared. <laughs> uh, nothing going on. I mean, Barry Sanders would have a great game. He was Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. You're exactly right. He'd run for 227 yards, and the Lions would lose 34 to 10. You're exactly right. Real, real quick, the other game um, with the Chiefs and the Ravens. Yeah. Amazing how the Ravens had set all kinds of records of holding teams to 16 points and the best run team in football only ran the ball five times. Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing? Why did you make Lamar Jackson Tom Brady? Why is he becoming a pocket passer? He clearly doesn't have the touch of a, a pocket passer. Uh, it, it was bizarre how they got completely away from everything they've done to make him successful. Man, that big stage. Guys start out thanking themselves, right? Dude, Keep undisciplined. Good. Look at me. Zay Flowers is look at me the whole game. Look, uh, fucking guys. Travis Kelsey had to be laughing his ass off. Yeah. Well, Justin Tucker, that idiot at the start of the game. I'm not a huge Kelsey fan. I thought that was great. Yeah. Get I would have done the here. same thing. Would have thrown his shit out of there. Yeah. Yeah. What's Tucker going to do against Kelsey? Nothing. And, I, man, I don't know. If you're John Harbaugh and the Ravens, right, Dave? You got to look at that and go, damn, I don't know. They're, they're there a lot. Very disappointing, by the way, that went. I mean, if I was a fan of the Ravens, I'd be extremely upset that you abandoned everything that made you successful. Yeah. All right, I want to ask you, because this is going to be the only show of the week that we end up mm-hmm. doing. Here we are. It's uh, January 29th. Yeah. And, and you still only have two starting pitchers, and you have one outfielder. Are you panicking at any you, point here? You have three pitchers and six guys in your lineup. Who are your three pitchers? Uh, Darvish, Musgrove, and King. Oh, come on. What do you mean, I'm not on. relying on King. Well, he's just, he's penciled in right now as your number three starter. You better count on him. Mike Schultz count on him. <laughs> Mike Schultz. All right. Yeah, you have three. Dude, th- this town is something else. And I say town again 
The fact that Schultz went to that Aztecs game and people dropping, I never saw Bell Melvin at an Aztecs game. Are you fucking kidding me? What does that have to do with the wins? <laughs> Nothing. Bob lived in Phoenix. Jesus. He went to a lot of Suns games. He went to real NBA games. Yeah, or ASU. Jesus Christ. What are we, talking? Uh, what are we doing here? Who cares? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Dave. I, I don't know. I think Dennis Lynn writing over the weekend that the payroll is at $150 million. I heard Craig mention today, which is pretty cold reality when you think about it, that they're consistently playing about 30 spring training games, and this year the number is more like 20 Wow! because of traveling to Korea. And, and it's February 1st, what, a week? Yeah. Or is it but it's this end week. of this week? This week. God damn. So I get back. I think the next time we do a show would either be uh, a week from tomorrow or a week from Wednesday. Probably a week from Wednesday. Okay. Leading into Super Bowl. And as we get to that point, that's the seventh. That's a week away from Valentine's Day. And I only mention that because Valentine's Day, notoriously for the Padres, has been report day for pitchers and catchers. Yeah. Now, you got four catchers or 11 catchers. Who knows how many? And I, I don't know. I mean... Article Jeff Passon wrote the other day that Bellinger and Snell, Montgomery, that that uh, Scott Boris was going to drag these guys into February and let camp start. Man, I don't get the mindset behind that. The years are insane. The nine years for Snell are insane. That's what? He, that's what Boris is asking. Only one team has even spoken to him. It's the Yankees. The numbers they say for Snell are so crazy Ugh. that no one's even having conversations with him. Wow. I heard an interesting stat on Snell, and I know I'll let you finish what no, you're saying. No, you're good. Is with Snell, they were talking about how he has two Cy Youngs, but he's never received a Cy Young vote in any other year that he's pitched. To show <laughs> you, to more to your argument about yes. Snell. And saying he's had two crazy, very good years, and then he's been average to below average, and that's why you don't give him that money. Not a fan. Have no, you, you've always said that. Yeah, not a fan. Wouldn't give him the money. Not one vote in any other year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that that's it, but... When we get back, next show is probably the seventh. Okay, and and we're going to be probably a week out from pitchers, catchers, and maybe guys are already down there. I don't know. I get it. I mean, when you look today, Jim Bowden did his. Um, I think it was twenty-five young players that he's looking forward to seeing in spring training. Twenty-five okay. of them. Three of them were Padres. Really? Ethan Salas, Michael King. Wondering if Michael King can can absorb the the extra workload. And Dylan Luska were the three. Well, two of those three are, aren't going to be on the Major League roster this but year. But he's saying he's looking. That's the point. He wants to see young players to see they're the future of individual teams. These are guys... I think are all three of those guys non-roster invitees? Yes. Yeah. So he's, that's kind of the point of the guys. That was the point of the article. Oh, that's kind of a waste of time. 
Well, no, he wants to go down and see if these guys look like they have the ability well, to make it. of course they do have the ability to make it. The Padres wouldn't rank them so high, and the rest of Major League Baseball wouldn't rank them so high. But none of them are, neither, two of those three will not wear a Padre uniform this year. Yeah, but I'm saying Jim Bowden's talking 25 guys. Jim's unemployed. 25 guys Fuck, across focus, baseball. Jim, you fucking idiot. Almost call him something worse. <laughs> what an idiot? Almost call him a word that you don't use anymore. Don't use that word anymore. Um... <laughs> So you look at it, you go, God, man. Salas should be in high school, like a senior in high yeah, school. Let's calm the going fuck down. Going to prom. Let's not rush him. Taking Erica to the prom. Let's not bring. <laughs> Come on. He's Ethan Salas. He's not taking Erica. Yeah, that's probably true. Taking Laura. Uh, <laughs> so you look at it, you go, in a lot of ways, you go, this team's probably setting up for 2026. With hang on, now, I'm not arguing with you. I'm so disappointed. It, I remember we started the show in 2017. Yeah, and we're like 2023 is the year. Yeah, you look at it and you go okay with the pitchers and Salas and a few other guys 2026, God, and you go it. okay, that's great. And you go, uh, what the hell are we going to do with Xander Bogarts exactly. and Manny <laughs> and Darvish and Cronenworth and what are we going to do with them? Those old fucks for three years. They don't fit. Which which path are you following? We're going to compete and go for it in 24 because we've got all these guys making $25 million and no trade clauses? Or are we going to look ahead to 26 and go, yeah, that's when Lesko and Snelling and Salas and whoever else are going to be here and they're really going to establish the foundation. You, 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 you have... Square peg, right? Yeah. Round hole. True. Because that is the current San Diego Padres. And you have no leadership. You have no vision. You have no TV contract. And as they once said and regretted later, other than that, how'd you enjoy the play, Mrs. Lincoln? I mean, dude, it's, it's, there's nothing. Even guys that we were laughing at, Going, well, we know Joey Gallo is going to come here. Joey Gallo's not even no, here. He's not coming here. He's gone. So, who who's it going to be? You you see things, you hear things. Joey Votto, dude, no, dude. Joey Votto was terrible. Has been Joey terrible Votto for a long was time. Terrible. And so you go. Uh, I mean, Aaron Hicks cost the Angels seven hundred forty thousand yeah. dollars. If Aaron Hicks had signed in San Diego, it wouldn't have been great. But there would have been a part where I'm like, you got for 740. Yeah, I and think, he's better than Profar. I think some of the goals make more than that. <laughs> um, yeah, you go, okay. And he's going, I mean, I, Dave, I don't know. What, what the fuck's going on? Is that what you want to say? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? I, I was saying to my son, I, I think Tommy Pham, depending on what Mike Schilt's relationship with him was in St. Louis. I mean, I think fam's in play. 36 I, years old. I got it. Yeah. It, I don't I don't think Brandon Belt would be in play. No, nah, you don't want Brandon Belt. Are they what if they what if they come back and if they If you're make looking a, for a first baseman, honestly, I think I would take uh Santana. I would take Carlos Santana. Yeah. You Justin know? Turner didn't play a Did lot of first. Switch hitter. He? Switch hitter. No, Justin Turner can play first. Okay. But they aren't gonna pay Justin Turner. He's looking for twelve million dollars. Yeah. All of a sudden that's a lot of money. Yeah. 
I, I tell you what, as a baseball fan who like wants to see things set in place and you get an idea and you start getting excited about spring training, I hope this is one of those moves again that's in the direction of breaking Scott Boris. I think a lot of MLB yeah. teams are sick of his shit. Like we have a job to do, man. We we can't sit in there work out deals on February thirteenth over and over again. You know what I would love to see, and I'm not convinced it can happen, is for them to make a play for Bellinger. Dude, you might as well offer like go low because guess what? He still doesn't have that offer. Yeah. You know, make a play for Bellinger. I mean, it's almost February and Bellinger was in the MVP conversation and he doesn't have a team. Yeah. And if you go Bellinger and Fam, I mean and, the Yankees and Santana. Right. When the season ended, didn't we think he was going to the Yankees or Giants if he uh-huh. didn't leave if he left the Cubs? Well, guess what? They already have their center fielder in, in both places. They yeah. both said fuck Scott Boris. This is ridiculous. Yeah. The Blake Snell thing's crazy that you went Cy Young and you have the nerve desk for nine years and every team in baseball saying fuck off. I think I could be completely crazy. But until they tell me they're not, I think the pods could be in play for Bellinger. I don't think they're in play for Bellinger and Snell and five other guys like they've been in years past. I think it could be, but I just, dude, they have to do something. They have to do one thing to at least, you can't tell us it's going to be Joe Adele. No. Right? Hey, well, looky here. Nobody wants to hear that. At least offer Bellinger even a one-year deal. Say, hey, well, you could test the free agent market next year. Do your one year with us. We They need a left-handed bat. The pods do desperately. desperately. They need a center fielder. Yeah. Dude, it would be a perfect fit to say, look, we, we'll take you for one year, and then you can enter the free agent market again because it obviously didn't go the way you thought it was going to go. A two-year deal with, with a player option after two. Jesus, man. And, and, and get it done. But, I mean, right now, some of you are probably looking and, and go within a couple of weeks to Peoria. Did they do Fan Fest? Did I miss it? Uh, no. They just didn't do a Fan Fest this year? They, they haven't yet. When do you normally do Fan Fest? I thought you do it before spring training. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nothing. I don't what know. happened to the garage sale? <laughs> Go down there, buy my Mark Marilla jersey. <laughs> Been wanting to get one of the Stumps jerseys for 10 years. Fuck. Opportunity lost. It'll be my name of my book. Um, I mean, if they just if they just go in to spring training yeah. and the idea is, yeah, we're gonna go with Michael King and we're gonna go Johnny Brito, right? And and uh Vasquez, Thorpe. And then, who was the kid throwing the knuckleball last year? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Waldron? Yeah. Matt Waldron? Great. And we we got nine guys that are battling for four and five. Wow. And, hey, Dave, this is the chance. You got to step up and, and show you belong. Whoa. But, I mean, you've got no DH You've got no center fielder. You've got no left fielder. Let's go, Padres. Yeah, I don't know. It's bad. No, it is bad. And nobody nobody front and center to tell you everything's going to be okay. Yeah. No, no, it's absolutely, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, 
very frustrating from where they were a year ago on where your hopes were compared to where your hopes are right now. Do you know what they're, you know what they're um, really, really doing wrong too? And I mean, really doing wrong. That they don't communicate at all with the public? Correct. Talking to a bunch of guys in Vegas the last couple of weeks about the Raiders. And I asked about one particular reporter. Kind of takes himself seriously, you know, but he's okay. Kind of fun. And they said, oh, man, that guy, he's just the mouthpiece for the team. They feed him something. Yeah. And he runs with it. I said, well, do they lead him astray? No, but they're able to fire things out there where they are doing a terrible, terrible job is not. And and look, maybe it's Dennis Lynn, maybe it's Dennis's editors, but they're not doing anything on the flagship. They're not doing anything in the Union Tribune. There literally has not been one word written about that team because I get that shitty paper every day. And the last thing, roster review. Well, how fun is that? No shit. Number 25. What? What are we doing? And the fact that they're not at least floating certain things out there, even if you don't get it, yeah. just get people talking about your team. Man, doesn't my man, Metal Ruiz, who gets three things right and 93 things wrong. But that's why he's perfect for the show. I, love him. <laughs> I mean, he was trying to claim the other day. And we said the pods aren't going to be good for 30 years. It's not what I said. But when you look at 2024 right now, let's just go around. Fernando's fine. Yes. You have nobody in center field. You have nobody in left field. Cronenworth didn't play up to his capability. He didn't even come close to matching the numbers that you need at first. Kim is a pending free agent. Yes. Xander Bogarts didn't match the numbers that we all hope no. for. Plus, he's got a bad wrist that we don't have any yeah. idea what he did for it. And his final numbers were padded in the last month of the season against really shitty teams. Manny's coming off of elbow surgery. Yep. Catcher, you go, okay, Perdomo, right? And you go, no. Not Perdomo. Ah, uh, fuck. Camposano. Uh, Camposano. thinking about Perdomo, the pitcher. Uh, Camposano, you go, okay, right? Yes. Pitching, Joe Musgrove wasn't healthy. Darvish wasn't healthy at the end of the year. And Michael King is not an unknown, yeah, but still a question mark. And there's your three starters. Yeah. And your bullpen, you lost Josh Hader. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck, I stand corrected. That's fun. God damn, take Perdomo back. Maybe I saw the future. I mean, you got Luis Patino, Yeah, Dave. you got him back. That was a flat four-seamer. Oof. I mean, when Aaron Hicks, right? If Aaron Hicks isn't signing here for 750000 am I crazy to think that could be because they are legit working on other things? Maybe Hicks coming here would be more scary than it is that he's not coming here, if that makes sense. Boy, you could be right on that. That that would be scary. I'm not a Hicks fan. I just never was oh, just because of lack of hustle. But I will say this. When Hicks went to Baltimore, he was a better player with the Orioles than he was with the Yankees. Yeah. Much better. Cost the Angels 750 grand because the Yankees are on the hook for all yep. that money, like the pods were for uh, Hosmer. Yep. And 
I mean, I don't know. Is Will Myers get an invite to spring training? Does Profar get an invite to spring training? I think there's a better chance of Profar coming back than Will Myers. I don't think Will Myers ever plays again. I think it's over. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. But if I come back and... You know what? There's a part of me. That, hey, you can take it any way you want. Not you, but anyone who gets mad right now at what I'm going to say. If Will Myers never gets another job again because people saw the lack of hustle his entire fucking yeah. career, good. Good. It, it drove Andy Green nuts. Drove me crazy. I'm just telling you, as a guy who is as athletic as anybody in baseball, to give the effort he gave day in and day out was ridiculous. Got a complete free pass in this, Tim. 100%. I say kids all the time wearing their number four Myers jerseys. You know, uh, the t-shirts all the time. They love them. Crazy as shit. Until we had John Conniff yeah. run the numbers. That year that he had like 25 home runs, I think four of them made an impact. You dipshits, when Soto comes back this year to Petco Park, you guys are going to cheer him like crazy. I mean, you're going to boo him like crazy when he should have been cheering him. Oh, I don't him. think they'll boo him. I'm curious to see. I say they end up booing this fucker, just like they booed Adrian Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, I don't think they boo Soto. I think Soto gets booed. I think Bob Melvin gets the shit booed out of him when he goes to make a pitching change. They open with the Giants. Bob's first game's here at Petco. That'd be funny. That'd be funny if they booed Bob. They will. Bob wanted out, man. Bob wouldn't go to Aztec games. Half ass. (laughs) If you're Bob today, if you're Bob today, Dave, knowing what you know. Yeah, he hated it here. But would you rather be back with this team minus Soto or would you rather be where you are in San Francisco? That's fine. Take away the fact that he grew up in San Francisco because that seems like it has a lot to do with it. Yeah. I mean, Farhan... Can't get anybody up there. Dude, I honestly, in my opinion, I think Bob Melvin, there are two things he didn't like here in in San Diego. Mark Grant. Of course, Mark Grant. And no, he didn't like Soto and he didn't like uh, AJ. Yeah. Yeah, He still Uh, would have to deal with AJ. Oh, yeah. The fact that, you know, people in San Francisco look at him as a savior and doesn't go to work every day going, when's that twerp going to come walking in here? See, okay, we're watching MLB Network. Yep. It just popped up. Mariners have discussed a trade. For Dylan Cease. Yes. If that comes up, whether you get him or not, your guy, ever since you had me follow that guy, MLB Insider, he's 0 for about 20. He is. He's only good, by the way, he's only good on the Asian players. Is that right? That's it. Only only good on those. There's a connection there. So when, like, Sasaki next year, who's supposed to be, you know, the best Japanese player ever comes out, or yeah. best pitcher ever, He's the guy to follow. Otherwise, he misses on everything else. All right. If you get a chance to watch MLB Network later tonight, Watch MOB tonight because Bob Nightingale's on. And my two favorite things when Bob shows up on this show, he's always doing it from a room. Bob never looks directly at the camera. No. He's always kind of looking off into the horizon. And Bob also has a very unique light fixture with three lights to his his right, our left. And it makes me wonder, is Bob doing it? Does he have a pool table in there? Is Bob Maybe. Nightingale a guy that owns a pool table? Maybe. Table? He's a shark. I don't know. See, look at those lights. Oh, yeah. oh a, that it is, is a pool table. table. You can see the corner. Yeah, I see it. All right. There we go. Confirmed. And look at all the cues in the back. Goddamn, Bob put some money into that. He did. Hey, he'll know where to look. He's <laughs> not making contact. I contact None. Blinks too much. 
I always like when people get mad at Bob, though. Like, they want to punch him. I'm like, Bob would beat the dog shit out of you. Bob would beat the dog shit out of you. He sounds like Mickey Mouse. He's like 6'4", 6'5". He'd beat the fuck out of you. And about, yeah, 2.30. Bob looks like Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Bob's like Antonio Gates in his prime. He looks like one of the, he looks like he should be working with your guy, Bobby Heenan. He should be one of those wrestling guys. Yeah, wrestling manager. Yeah. Beautiful Bob Nightingale. (laughs) (laughs) And dude, is that just the coolest fucking guy? That is the funniest fucking thing right there. Beautiful Bob Nightingale. uh, uh, You know what? I would love to, when we get back, let's book him. We should. He'll come on. Bob goes on with everybody. It's so damn funny. We've had him on for years. He's so great. Let's book him. And, and let me just, we're just going to ask him, Bob, when's the last time you just threw somebody right in the trash can <laughs> for looking at you wrong? Hey, Dave. Yeah, dude, he is great. Nine years, $270 million contract. For Snell, that's what they're asking. Oh, my God. What the fuck's he doing? Wow. And, yeah. and there have been no takers. You might as well say nine years, $1 billion at this point. Yeah, for Blake Snell. Nine-year contract, you'll get two and a half good years. Good and, Lord. And a solid four and two-thirds every night. Wow. Yeah. All right. Sorry to be distracted, but yeah. No, Dave wasn't lying. That's crazy. That's not, fucking nuts. Man. Nine years, 270. Yeah. How about if we give you nine years, 270,000? <laughs> Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry is the guy you want to talk to right now and what's going on in today's crazy real estate market. We talk about realtors all the time. Look, there's only one guy that we recommend. That's Brian Curry. He's the best in the business. But if you talk about people in real estate, they'll tell you they're excited about what this year has in store. So look, if things are going to start moving, Brian Curry is the guy. At the same time, who can get the most for your home? Of course, it's Brian Curry. Who can find the perfect home for you? It's Brian Curry. 619 651-1588, 651 I mean, it's heartbreaking when you watch the stories the last couple of nights. I've started watching uh, Fox 5 every night. Yeah. And, man, you see what's going on around town with our neighbors, people that have been impacted. And you look at it, you, you wish the best for the families. I mean, I watched so many of our neighbors, Dave, stepped up and went out. I saw a guy with a jet ski was in like in Cano and just rescuing senior citizens and pets and doing everything, man. This this community comes together when they need to. But there's also a part that you look at and you go, well, this is going to be our future for the next five years, 10 years, if not more. And when you're looking to buy a home, I get different areas were hit, but I it's something I'm absolutely thinking about. Absolutely. And, and was talking with friends the other day about buying a house and, and thinking about, well, what surrounds us, right? What yeah. what are the areas? Is there flooding? Is there part of that that we could be susceptible to? All the questions that we may not necessarily know the answer to, but Brian Curry will. It's what makes him so good. And you can see some of the things that he has in his inventory by going to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Click on that sponsor page. It'll take you right to the link for Brian's site. 
And whether you want to go North County, East County, or all the way down here in East Lake, Brian can find the perfect home for you and your family. Absolutely. Also, when it comes to your computer needs, websites especially, Kyle Fluger's your guy. Again, Kyle is branched out. He has his own business. Make sure you get on his calendar. 10% discount if you mention Dave and Jeff show. And at the same time, Kyle is really good at what he does, so he can help your business out. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Man, so excited to announce tonight, Kyle and I have spent days upon days, and I would start to fall asleep, and he'd be like, wake up, we're getting close. And, uh, oh, man, I'm even hesitant to mention it, but I will. We're getting ready to launch a new website. It's called (laughs) nobodygivesafuck.com. And today... I heard a local media member, well, name will stay uh, anonymous because it's somebody you and I like a lot. But they announced today pretty adamantly that they've walked away from Twitter. Is that true? <laughs> Nobody gives a shit that come. I thought it was fuck. Oh, yeah. Is it? That's what you said two seconds ago. Oh, you, own, you own both domains. I got both domains. <laughs> and nobody gives a fuck.org. It's right there with douche of the day. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe we announce shit like that, too. We'll put ourselves on that page. I don't care. Just hey, right next to me for my announcement. <laughs> we just put our own name on our website. Nobody gives a shit.com. Teams in the market for Justin Turner, according to uh, John Morrissey, is Giants, Mets, Morosi. Blue, Morosi. Giants, Mets, Blue Jays, Cubs. Hmm. You don't see on there Dave San Diego. Yeah, that's right. Oh, boy. I like to see him go to the Blue Jays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Toronto. Oh, oh, seriously, I like to see him go to the Blue Jays. I'll be there tomorrow. Everyone seems to love their time in Toronto. It's great. Well, let's see. Tomorrow night, be there, uh, be there for a week. I've never been up there in February. Let's see what the vibe is. It, what The one thing that... Um, that people downplay, they don't have a lot of papers yeah. up there, but the guys that, that write, there's a guy, Steve Simmons. God, he is, he, oh, he pisses people off, man. He, um, he reminds me a little bit of TJ Simers. Really? Yeah. Really, really funny. As long as you're not the guy being oh, hammered, but, uh, real quick on Flug. So many of our friends have found out like, uh, Sean Walchev, who I had a, Chance to talk to the he other told day. Me it was great. It was, a call. it was great catching up with him. I held him uh, accountable for for Tom Telesco going to the Raiders. <laughs> so it was a terrible thing to do to me. Um, but Sean has found out. My friend Catherine Reed and so many others have found out what you'll find out. Give uh, Flugs a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. There you go. All right, here we go. How old are they? And how much are they worth? We're going January 29th. Okay, we're going first one is Oprah Winfrey. Oprah. Oprah Winfrey, 64. 70. No way. Yep. Really? Damn. I'm going to say $850 million. $2.8 billion. Holy fuck. There you go. Tom Selleck, bad news. Uh, last year, Blue Bloods. Never seen a minute of it. <laughs> I pitch Eric loves that show. Who does? I pitch Eric. He loves it? Oh, yeah, because Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, I think this will surprise people. I'm going to say he's 78. Exactly right. 
And I'll say he's two hundred million. It says forty five million. Oh fuck, he's gotta be worth more than that. But all right. <clears throat> all right, I'm just saying that's what it has. You got the seventy eight. Yeah. There you go. Sarah Gilbert, last one. Do you know who Sarah Gilbert is? Yeah. Um uh forty four. Forty nine. Really? Yep. She's pretty cool. Um, I'll say thirty million. Exactly right. Good for her. Look at that. Five random questions written by Josh. Okay. <laughs> would you rather get pepper sprayed or pistol whipped oh man i think pepper sprayed but because pistol whip you're gonna get knocked out yeah but you're gonna have that nasty welt yeah. for about four days in the headache dude i think i take the pistol <laughs> dude you see some of those guys get pepper sprayed the way they're just crying and they're just oh. wandering around i sent you a video today there's no comment from you and mike did you catch that one yeah what was it it said it was about mike drawing a perfect circle did you see I that? I gotta watch that. I saw it, but I had a million things going. I did see it. I'll watch it. Anytime, anytime I get I a couldn't video. even post it on Twitter because I was like, I'm gonna get in trouble for this one. It was basically a guy running a forklift, falls out of his own forklift, and oh, then no. the forklift's just going in circles with his body underneath. It's just oh, no. it's just his blood, dude, just drawing his first circle as the guy's just taking no. a beating. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's awful. Why am I laughing? Terrible. Be terrible. Okay. Next, next question. I, it's funny. I get these questions and I'm like, all right, I'll ask them in five days. Here we go. So for me, when I see it, it's like you've seen it for the first time too. Have you ever been asked to be part of a threesome? Uh, no, we've done that one before. I, oh, he, he obviously didn't remember. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one way, by the way, I, I'm sure you're in the same way as me. There's only one way mm -hmm. to you and two girls. Mm-hmm. I had two buddies in college that that did it with one girl coming out of the elephant bar in La Jolla. Oh, really? And they called me on the way home. All excited. I was like, this is the worst story I've ever heard. I don't know anybody. I mean, my buddies talk a lot. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's. No, we've had that one before. Can you name every car you've ever had? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think. Um, it take you a while to come up with it. Yeah. Yeah. The funniest is when we were doing the 800 show. Man, my credit was awful. My credit was terrible. Yeah. And I had to buy a car. And Vita and I weren't married. But I remember I was driving down here, driving down to your old place. And I bought a Ford Focus. And it had manual windows. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember that shit? Yeah. Remember that shit? And Vita lost her mind. She's like, why didn't she call me? How would much it, more would it have been? I have like no 500 idea. bucks? I didn't give a shit. I was like, all right, I can afford it. Deal. Who gives a fuck? Roll the window down. Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> um, the first car I ever bought, because I had only ridden motorcycles. First car I bought, I was like 27. That's amazing. Yeah. All I had were motorcycles until then. Uh, Honda Accord. And it was great. My my brother, his um, his wife's best friend was moving back to New York. Yeah, and had a Honda Accord. I can't even remember the year. And she wanted like a thousand bucks for it. Yeah. And my brother kept saying, "She's leaving on Tuesday. Wait it out, and tell her you'll give her eight hundred cash." And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and 
and it, <laughs> it got to Monday night, and she was leaving the next day. And she said, hey, do you have the 1000 And I said, I could only come up with 800 cash. And she got all pissed off. And my brother's like, she's going to take it. I was like, why? She better, because my bike is dead. <laughs> and uh, and she took it. Yeah. And the car was great, except for it had a sunroof that leaked like crazy. But I didn't know shit. I still don't know shit about cars. Yeah. And it got to 100,000, Dave. 100,000 miles. Yeah. I thought that car was done. And so I sold it. I mean, those cars run for 300,000 yeah. miles. I didn't know anything. And my sister's boyfriend said, hey, you can buy this car. Sorry, just look at the background. Josh Hader's on TV right now. There's not yeah. one picture of Josh Hader in a Padre uniform in his background of his room. Not there, no. No. No pool table there either. There are two of, two of him in the Brewers. There's nothing with the Padres. And Tom Brady jersey. Yeah. Um. But I, I swear to God, I think it was like a Dodge Dart that I got. And that fucking car almost exploded. Yeah. And I just said, I'll never do that again. Yeah, no I had shit. It, had for like two and a half months. And then it was like Fords. Yeah. Ford Escort, Focus, Honda Accord. Honda Accord. No, oh God, there'd be a couple in there. Toyota Corolla that I got hit. Yeah. And then uh, a Nissan and then the, the Getty Little Sonata. How about you? There you go. I, I think I can remember pretty good. First one was given to me was a Volkswagen Rabbit. It was a diesel. Diesel. And I drove that shit from Nashville to here. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't even cool enough to be a convertible. It was just loud as hell. Everybody knew I was, I was two blocks away. <laughs> you could hear it coming. Yeah. Isn't you that know? lower right of Padre pitcher? I'm not sure. It looks like from the playoffs. I think in fairness to Hater. Did he play in the playoffs? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> it looks like one of the uh, Dodger games. Given. Yeah. Um, but then when you, uh, a- after that, I ended up with, uh, God dang, I, I bought a Volkswagen Jetta. Oh. That broke down 8 million times. I had to go to court and sue Volkswagen over that one. Then I bought it. Was a, it weird as a Jewish guy to keep buying you know German cars? 100%. I thought about it. You think I'm kidding. And then, but I, I, I kept doing it. And then I bought a Camry. I bought. There you uh, go. I bought a, it's funny. I, I bought a Toyota Sienna minivan when I had kids. <laughs> oh, nice. Yep. That was, that was bad. That was one of those where, okay, I'm into this family forever. Nothing's ever going to change. Yep. <laughs> like, like this is a commitment. This I, Buying that minivan was a bigger commitment than saying I do, you know? And then, um, <laughs> but I remember this one, man, is my, uh, my neighbor asked me, said to me, Hey, I'm thinking of going to buy a brand new, uh, Mustang. And I was like, all right, he was a Mustang guy. And I go, man, I'm looking at this car. You don't see it on the road very often. It's an Infiniti G35. It's like a sports car. It's like 2003. And he says, I never heard of it. And dude, three hours later, that fucker drives up in his driveway with that car. No way. I'm so pissed that he fucking got the car. That the reason I wanted it is you don't see it. But I ended up buying one anyway. Then I bought a couple. I bought about four different Lexuses. And then I started buying BMWs. And then uh, the last one I got, my, my wife is... It was one I bought for myself that almost uh, probably one of the biggest fights we've ever had in our lives. The the X6 that she has. Yeah. She was pissed that I bought that car without telling her I was buying it. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And then like two months later, I go, guess what? That car is yours. And I bought a, a truck. And so uh, that, yeah, that's it. I think I remember all of them. I think I got them all. Uh, one quick football note for you, Dave. Uh, from Adam Schefter. Yeah. From John Harbaugh to Jim Harbaugh, Chargers are working to hire Ravens director of player personnel, Joe Hortiz, or Hortiz, H-O-R-T-I-Z. Did I got that right? Okay. 
as their general manager. Uh, Hortiz now is likely to team with Jim Harbaugh to give the Chargers their new GM head coach combo. Well, if he's Perfect. coming from the Ravens. That's exactly, you know, I hate to say it. We, we said this on that Bolt City show back in November that they need to hire that guy because you look at the Ravens, they never fuck up the draft. No, and he's in there. Yeah. Um, he wasn't the GM, but he's right in that mix. Yeah, just like everybody learned from Ozzie Newsom. Right, and a guy that, that has worked with John, comes highly yep. regarded. Jim probably knows him, Yep. right? That's what you needed. You needed either somebody from the Niners organization or the Ravens organization. They do a great job. Yeah, somebody there. It's yeah. the one thing I don't like, one of the many things I don't like about the Telesco hire for the Raiders is that he and Antonio Pierce had no working relationship. Yeah. They didn't know each other. He knew Champ Kelly. His agent is the same as it is for Ed Dodds. Had they done that and you go, yeah, these guys have a chemistry. They know each other. Uh, it would be good. Maybe Tom will be fine. Although uh, watching Zay Flowers make catches yesterday, I'm like, well, that's great. I'm glad we have the guy who passed on him. But I think if you're a Charger fan today, you look at that and you go, yeah, that's pretty good. You can't miss the draft. You just can't continually miss in the draft. No, and, and look, they've done a nice job. Yep. They've had a lot of impact Pro Bowl players. But but when you have a personality as dynamic as Harbaugh, you have to have a guy that comes in as the GM. Again, I'll, look, I'll use one more Raiders analogy, Dave, for you. When Mike Mayock came in, Mike Mayock is, when we've watched him on the NFL Network, he's always kind of given the appearance as a guy who played in the league as an alpha. Yeah. Guy who played it, and all of a sudden, he, he kind of had to go to the Raiders and be in a bit of a subservient role to John Gruden. Kind of uh, unfortunate for Mayock because everybody knew Gruden was the guy making the calls around there. So when you have those big-time personalities, to get a guy like this that leaves John Harbaugh to go work with Jim. I, I would think, not knowing a lot about him, but I would say on the surface, that's probably the right way to go. Yeah, no, good good move for them. I love the fact when uh, Harbaugh was, I mean, and Jim was speaking yesterday that he talked about reaching out to Charger players. Yeah. He didn't mention Joey Bosa. He didn't, he dropped uh, by every big name but Joey Bosa. He mentioned Khalil? And so, uh, he didn't mention Khalil. He mentioned uh, Derwin James. He mentioned Keenan Allen. He I mentioned Justin Herbert. And uh, Joey Bosa, again, spends all his free time being his brother's biggest fan, and he'll be sitting front row at Canton, Ohio one day, watching his brother go in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, huge disappointment. Huge disappointment. Fuck that guy. All right, here we go. Two more questions I got to get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Literally, I got to get out of here. Oh, yeah, you we got to go. can stay as long as you want. <laughs> all right. If you, uh, if you could be on the set for filming of one movie, which one would you have chosen? Heat. Would you have chosen Heat? Yeah. I thought for sure you're going to pick a Tom Cruise movie. No, Heat, because... Val Kilmer, Tom Sizemore, De Niro, Pacino. Yeah. A um, couple others. Uh, they, they I said Val Kilmer, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Heat would be the movie. I'd probably pick Shawshank or something like that. A movie that I never change the channel when it's on. Yeah, for me, that's Heat. All right. Do you think the Padres will win a World Series before you die? No, I don't. I, I think the opportunity, um, unfortunately, as much as we all love Peter Seidler, Yes. Whatever reasons were made, he was an amazing guy that brought such a positive energy to this team. Man, he went for it. And whether he led with his heart or led with his head, it doesn't matter. The sad fact is he's gone. And I would take him back to lead with his heart and do all of those crazy things, Dave. I would take it back in a second like I think any Padre fan would. I think as much as we look 
at losses of different players over the years, leading with this year, whether it's Juan Soto, Blake Snell, or Josh Hader, the loss that this town will never get over is the loss of Peter Seidler. Yep, I agree with you on that one. All right, we'll be back when Jeff gets back from Toronto, looking probably at February 7th. Yeah, see you a week from Wednesday. All right, travel safe. Thanks. Door. I laugh so hard I'm a little boy